This is a limit-breaking news update. Limit Break Radio listeners, it's Nero here. We just got our hands on the patch 2.45 notes, and we wanted to give you a quick rundown before the show to let you know the exact changes that are going to be made with patch 2.45. So taking a look at the saga of the Zodiac Weapons quests, there are six new quests to be added in this quest line. Uh, that seems like a lot. There's usually only like maybe one or two, uh, but six new quests to be added. There are three new Delivery Moogle quests, and uh, it seems like the Spriggan cap will be obtained from unhidden leather treasure maps. Uh, players can now pledge everlasting devotion in, to their significant other in a ceremony of eternal bonding. In order to hold a ceremony of eternal bonding, players must first submit an application via the Final Fantasy XIV MOG station. But it seems like the eternal bond site has not become available just yet. Coinciding with the addition of the Ceremony of Eternal Bonding, the Special Quests category has been added to the Live Journal. Before accepting this quest, players must also meet the following requirements. Players must have at least one class at level 50. Players must complete the main scenario quest, The Scions of the Seventh Dawn. Players and their partners must both be in East Shroud, and players and their partners must equip themselves with the Promised Wristlets. The item Bombard Core is now available for Grand Company Seal Exchange at a rate of 20,000 seals. Now, there have been some battle system adjustments. We talk a little bit about the rogue and ninja nerfs in the show, uh, but we didn't know what to expect for Lancer and Dragoon. So let's take a look here. For Lancer, Impulse Drive, weapon skill direction requirements have been abolished, allowing uh, combo bonuses when attacking from any position. Potency has been set at 180. 80, and this skill can now only be used by Lancer and Dragoon. For Heavy Thrust, the weapon skill direction requirements for the additional effect have been abolished. For Full Thrust, the combo potency has been increased from 330 to 360. For Phlebotomize, uh, the potency of the damage over time effect has been increased from 25 to 30. For Chaos Thrust, the potency increased by 50 when attacking from behind, and the potency of the damage over time effect has been increased from 30 to 35. For Life Surge, Enhanced Life Surge now reduces the recast timer to 50 seconds. And for Blood for Blood, additional damage taken after uh, acquiring Enhanced Blood for Blood trait has been reduced from 25 to 15%. The 30% increase to damage dealt remains unaffected. And for Dragoon, and uh, their jump, the recast timer has been reduced from 40 seconds to 30 seconds. And for both Lancer and Dragoon, magic defense has been increased to, to values comparative to other melee DPS archers and bards. For Rogue, we knew this going in, but Aeolian Edge TP cost has been increased from 50 to 60. Shadow Fang TP cost has been increased from 60 to 70. For Kiss of the Wasp, the increased damage now only applies to physical attacks. And for Kiss of the Viper, the increased damage effect now only applies to physical attacks. And for Conjurer, we knew this was coming down the pike too. Uh, the level 50 support ability Stone Skin 2 has been added. 
It creates a barrier around the self and party members. Basically, it's an AoE stone skin that you can enjoy outside of combat. Players can now repeat turns of the final coil of Bahamut prior to the weekly reset. If your party contains players replaying a turn prior to the weekly reset, the number of treasure coffers appearing upon completion will decrease. Furthermore, players will be ineligible for rewards from treasure coffers if they replay a turn prior to the weekly reset. If there are one to four players in your party replaying a turn, only a single treasure coffer will appear. If there are five to seven players in your party replaying a turn, no treasure coffers will appear. Prior to entering Final Coil of Bahamut, a dialogue prompt will indicate both the numbers of players in your party who have completed the turn and the number of treasure coffers available upon completion. Please bear in mind that these changes are designed to facilitate cooperation between players and allow for practice in the final coil of Bahamut. A weapon is now guaranteed to drop upon completion of the Striking Tree Extreme, and for those who don't know, that's Ramu Extreme, and each player will now receive a piece of diamond dust upon completion of the Akafa Amphitheater. Exchange diamond dust with uh, Alina in Mordona at Revenant's Toll to enhance one of the following items, which is the true brand uh, axe, claws, spear, all of the weapons, basically all of the Shiva EX weapons. So uh, now Diamond Dust is a 100% drop, so you can now enjoy that upon your completion of Shiva EX. And the item level sync has been removed from the following dungeons, the Wanderer's Palace, Amdabur Keep, Pharaoh Sirius, Copper Bell, Hawk Manor, Bray Fox, Hard, Holly Tolly Hard, uh, Lost City of Amdapur, Hallbreaker, Tamtara Hard, and Stone Visual Hard. Keep in mind, though, that item level sync is scheduled to be reinstated in patch 2.5. At this time, materia bonuses will be granted to gear whose item level is below the item level sync threshold in PvE encounters. There have been a bunch of new items added, uh, and a couple of more uh, small things, uh, including the embrace emote, uh, some new achievements, and uh, a couple of new items, uh, and, and some just a few to note. The reindeer suit, the snowman suit, uh, as well as uh, pots of metallic red, green, and blue dye. All stuff that's added with patch 2.45. If you'd like more information, hit up a link at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com, and it'll take you to the patch notes for patch 2.45. All right, that's going to wrap it up for our patch 2.45 official notes. Let's get into episode 11.45. Here we go. I'm Nero. Keep listening. I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio. A radio... I don't know. Give me an R word. 
radio reconciled. Uh, reconciled. Reconciled. Record? A radio record? A radio record. <laughs> a record of being only 15 <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us uh, this afternoon on Twitch. We do broadcast live on Twitch if you're a fan of the podcast and you'd like to listen live. That's twitch.tv slash limit break radio. So we're gonna be talking yeah. we're gonna be talking about the upcoming uh, patch 2.45 that's coming out sometime this week. Uh, what Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, the servers go down somewhere somewhere around there. And yeah, I think it goes live on Tuesday. Yeah, live on Tuesday, that's what it is. And uh, we'll also be talking about uh, some of the coil nerfs that we saw with uh, patch 2.41. Uh, and, of course, reading your emails and much, much more. Thank you for joining us. The website is LimitBreakRadio.com. If you've never checked out the show before, if this is your first time, you can find old episodes. That's over at LimitBreakRadio.com. So uh, joining me today, we've got Nika Kayanian. How you doing? Hey, good. And we've also got How Juxtaposition. Juxtaposition, I'm doing great as well. God, you sounded awful lot like Kahlo today, you man. Sound, you sound exactly like Kahlo. <laughs> it's kind of terrifying. Channeling my Interlanders. <laughs> uh, it's scaring me, actually. It's it's a little bit terrifying. Uh, we are, of course, streaming live on Twitch. Let's uh, kick it over to the studio. Hey, what's up? Uh, we are broadcasting live from Eorzea, and oh, look, we got a nice little audience here today in our studio in Eorzea. How you guys doing? Uh, and we uh, want to thank Valkruma Aldrich, who was the first one in the studio today. Congratulations. Oh, wow. That's too cool. Uh, all right, so why don't, we, uh, why don't we dive straight in? We've got uh, a lot to talk about, and we don't have a whole lot of time here. Uh, someone has to work. Yes, yeah, it's true. I also have two, two jobs? jobs. I got two jobs, guys. Two jobs. <laughs> two jobs. Two jobs. Uh, so yeah, I have to go to one of my two jobs uh, shortly after this. So uh, we've we've got to wrap it up by uh, by three o'clock this afternoon. Uh, so uh, why don't we get straight into uh, what we're going to talk about today? So it, it actually, but before we do that, it actually looks like that this is going to be the last limit break radio of 2014, guys. Uh, of this year, yeah, oh gosh, I know oh we we've got we've got one more we've got to cover the uh, Japanese fan fest that's going down the weekend of December twentieth. So uh, we'll have some kind of wrap up that's going on the twenty first uh, or the twenty second. We haven't quite figured out our schedule just yet, um, uh, but uh, but that we'll have that, and then that's going to be it for twenty fourteen. Um, so I really want to thank you guys. I really want to thank you guys, the listeners, uh, for making this a fantastic year for us uh it, we didn't know how it would go bringing limit break radio back uh you know from from fi uh, covering final fantasy 11 and uh and and starting to cover final fantasy 14 but you guys have made it a completely amazing year so i really want to thank you and uh and and hopefully uh we'll be able to continue to provide a lot of really great things moving forward into 2015 and that being said we have laid the groundwork for a lot of big plans that are coming in 2015. And it's nothing that we can talk about right now, uh, but it's, it's stuff that's going to, 
come to you guys uh, to help us out with. So uh, we we want to uh, have a really, really fantastic year moving forward into uh, 2015. And that's going to be contingent on you. Uh, so we'll have more about that coming up in uh, episode number 12. That should be uh, sometime after the new year. And, uh, and, and we're really looking forward to it. So, uh, you know. Please look forward to it. <laughs> please look forward to it. Uh, and and also, uh, we we don't have any giveaways yet. I know that we said on the next episode, that's going to be on episode number 12, that we're going to talk about the giveaways for the Yoshi P <laughs> art book and the, the Gaius Van Belsar t-shirt. Um, so we're not going to announce the contest until like 2015? That's right. Oh my god. That's how we roll it. <laughs> it's just how we do. Uh, it's just how, how we, we do. do. Uh, no. But uh, but we'll, we'll actually we'll also be giving away a uh, soundtrack that uh, was donated by Ryuichi last night. So uh, you have we've there are three uh, giveaways to look forward to coming up in 2015. Now the reason the reason being that we don't have a full crew today, the, Mr. Landers not being present. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I would like to be, I would like everyone to be present when we announce the giveaways, considering that one of the giveaways was his idea. So, um, yeah, we'll, which, we'll which be, one, the, oh, the one, I remember that one. the one for the t-shirt. Yeah. I remember it. Okay. Yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> no, you don't have to wait a whole year. You have to wait like, I don't know, less, like less than a month. It'll be sometime this year after has the new to year. end first. Jeez. Next year is when we'll do it. So that's, that sounds like a whole year. I can't believe this. This is shoddy. <laughs> well, blame, blame, blame Kahlo Landers. I think uh, we should sure. just, con- we should continue messing his name up in further ways just in the future. Kahlo. Kahlo. Randers. He becomes Randers now. <laughs> Kahlo Lindor's truffles. <laughs> can just call him. Can just call him Randy uh, for short. Start calling him Randy. Anyway, Randy. <laughs> Randall. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk about uh, some of the uh, some of the more recent patch stuff. Starting with patch two point four one. Now this was a bit of a controversial patch when it hit uh, because it uh, essentially nerfed the shit out of second coil of Bahamut. Um, so uh, we'll quickly talk about exactly eh, what mechanics were uh, were nerfed for second coil. Uh, I so- thought it was kind of hard still. Uh well yeah we we took you through it last night Juxta which uh there's there's stream evidence of now you can find that at our YouTube page uh and and also Hashtag there was salt <laughs> salt position made his debut last night um so yeah but uh some of these uh some of these changes really ushering in uh, a lot of uh big time nerfs for second coil uh but the first thing was that they threw it into duty finder obviously that was uh you know we all knew that was coming uh for uh second coil turn one so for turn six it's uh, average item level of 90 uh for turn seven 95 uh turn eight 100 and uh turn nine 105 uh which that sounds right that that Sounds legit to me. Uh, so a lot of the mechanics that were adjusted, um, this is where we get into the big time Those nerfs. Are fair. Uh, so for second coil, so for turn six, I, I really don't like 
how they refer to it as second coil turn one or final coil turn one. Let's just it, it, let's just go with how the the community refers to refers to them. So for turn six, uh, damage dealt by the attack blighted bouquet has been reduced. So basically, it's not a one shot kill. Uh, it does like between two and a half and three and a half k damage. Uh, damage dealt by attacks uh, sharp sting used by dark matter hornets has been reduced. Um, that uh, you know, I guess that's kind of okay. I. I uh, Dark Matter Hornets will no longer continue to spawn after phase transitions, even when players are afflicted by Honey Glazed status effect, and uh, damage dealt by the attack Acid Spray used by Acidic Honeys uh, has been reduced. Furthermore, players will no longer receive a damage vulnerability debuff. Um, so basically what this amounts to is the new strat is uh, pretty much ignore the slugs. You, you can ignore the slugs and just burn it down in the last phase um and uh um, i ignored the slugs before the nerf <laughs> oh well why don't we just uh, brag <laughs> humble brag hashtag um, yeah, humble brag nice nice <laughs> humble brag nika <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh so well it's just it's everything is becoming easier you can ignore bouquet if you want to healers can mostly heal through most of that shit um the the hornets are no real threat so i mean t6 a lot of the teeth have been taken out of it uh you still have to know what to do uh for you know getting uh swallowed um you have to you still you can't ignore that mechanic um but uh a, a lot of it's just it's been made a whole lot easier um Second uh, for T seven for turn seven. Uh, this is the really big nerf uh, that I th- uh, that I thought because everyone had huge problems with T seven uh, going through it, and I, I mean I I don't disagree that there needed to be some kind of adjustment uh, going here, but like man, did they take all of the teeth out of T seven? T seven is basically a face roll now, um, but specifically the attack power and evasion of the Renaud has been reduced big time uh the stone curse uh status effect uh, inflicted by cursed voice and cursed streak has been changed to petrification which now only lasts 10 seconds furthermore petrified players will no longer be immediately incap- incapacitated upon taking damage ah uh, man that that one change right there makes the whole fight so much easier uh it, you know when 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 you had to run that line like razor's edge perfectly uh and and not get any petrification at all uh that was a real challenge and now that you can you know some people can get petrified throughout the fight and it's not a deal breaker it's not going to get them killed uh it's it just man does that ever make uh this fight a face roll and when afflicted with uh cursed voice cursed shriek uh renaud will now be petrified for 60 seconds uh finally the damage dealt by the ground attack discipline has been reduced uh nika i know that you had a lot of uh a a lot of experience with t7 pre-nerf uh i cleared t7 pre-nerf uh i mean what do you think really like it's just all of the teeth have been taken out here I mean, I'm feeling a little salty. I think that now it's it's easy. But when you think about it, what made second coil so hard was that there were so many instant death mechanics that literally you mess up once, instant wipe, instant death. And I think they've just kind of realized that's not really fair, especially to players who aren't as hardcore. So I don't think in the grand scheme of things it's that bad, but it's it, it's a lot easier. 
Yeah, yeah, it is a lot easier uh, to the point where you can do, you can do this easily in Duty Finder. Uh, I've I've cleared this multiple times just in a, a you know I'm bored Q for T seven let's give it a shot and you get I mean pretty regularly uh, I'll I'll get clears like I'd say seventy five percent of the time um, it's not like we'll one shot it but you know. Uh, it's a nice way to get an extra 100 uh, soldiery if you're looking for it. Uh, and then uh, finally, the adjustments here for uh, turn eight. Uh, the enhancing effect uh, granted by the avatar uh, when multiple support modules are charged in unison has been reduced. Damage received from languishing effect when operate. Uh, yeah, when operating the support modules has been reduced and damage dealt by the attack landmine auto detonation has been reduced. Basically, a uh, landmine detonation is not an instant wipe. Uh, so uh, the, I actually think that uh, a lot of the challenge has been left in in turn eight. Um, I, I found, yeah, they didn't gimp the Allegan Field, which is the toughest part. Yeah, Allegan Field and uh, what's the other one? The ballistic missile? That is... Um, <laughs> That that's a bit challenging, and and that'll still be a one shot kill if you don't know, uh, you know who's supposed to be in and who's supposed to be out. So, uh, turn eight is still a bit of a challenge, um, but uh, but alleviating some of those you know razor wire perfection aspects that go along with the fight. Um, but you know what's really interesting is that when they added the first. Uh, you know, the, uh, turns uh, one through five to the duty finder, they didn't. Uh, there were no adjustments for turns one through four that came along with that. It just, they just basically added it to the duty finder. And I don't think that they adjusted much of anything about the first coil uh, after, you know, after I think for five, I believe they lowered the HP or something like that. That's right. Po- that's, well, I mean, they but did, that's they did something for five. They've also lowered in T five. There was like a hill that you could stand on to help like avoid some stuff that they've actually flattened out now at the hill is no longer there. Oh, okay. Um, but other, I mean, that's for dive bombs. Yeah, I'm one, pretty sure one through four, they didn't really do anything. Yeah. They didn't really do anything at all. So, I mean, I, and I understand that, you know, second coil was way more, you know, like way, it was way more punishing. Yeah. It was way more punishing, way less forgiving for mistakes and errors. Um, and that some adjustments needed to be made, I just, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go so far as to say that I'm salty about it, but I can understand why some people would be. I mean, when they talked about the prospect of second coil nerfs at FanFest, everyone booed. You booed, Nika. I booed. I, <laughs> I booed. Everyone, like everyone, mostly everyone booed. So, I mean, I can understand why people would be a little bit upset by it. Uh, you know, a lot of the challenge being removed. But, you know, we are allowing players to advance in second coil and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys feel about the trade-off? Juxta, you went, you went through the process for the first time last night. What do you think of the challenge? I thought it was still pretty challenging, especially going in blind. So, I mean... I don't. Who, who the fuck cares? Why would you get so upset? It's old content. Get over it. It's kind of right? like we spent weeks and weeks bashing our head into it, trying to find the perfect strategy, the perfect um, 
I mean, what I really like about Coil is being able to have your team and you kind of find a groove, you find a rhythm, and once you get into that rhythm, you're kind of locked and you become this perfect, like, moving, swerving, wave ocean of a team that makes everything perfect, but now people go in and just kind of, like, steamroll Team 6. They don't even have to learn the mechanics. Because it just it's makes old a little, content. You know, I know, but it's I just feel like old. I wasted so much of my life learning. Well, that's on you. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, uh, you, I, if, I, you're, if you're wasting your time and your opinion, then but, that's on Okay, but I look at it from a different perspective. I also think that because it was so challenging, I think that I became a better player because of it. Right. And I kind of feel like once you lower it for the more casual players, they don't have to rise to that challenge. And they might not have the time, but I kind of feel like it's kind of preventing them from taking the next step and becoming a better player. Well, uh, but I... Hold on. Okay, go ahead, That's the thing, though. Like, 90% 90% of the casual players who are now clearing it and haven't cleared it before don't want to become better players. They don't have the time commitment. They don't have the desire. They don't have the drive. So, therefore, See, you have your third, you have final coil to become a better player. And you're always going to have the new content yeah. to sell as a link shell. So, so I mean... Enough. But it's hard for me to understand that mentality because I feel like why pay 13 bucks a month if you don't want to be better at a game you pay for? That's kind of my mentality here. I don't well, see why you don't do uh, uh, PvP for uh, for for the challenge. I don't understand that mentality. Well, be, well, because uh, and Nika, I think a lot of it has to do with time allocation. A lot of people just don't have the time to devote to to this game. Do you that, think some people don't have the drive to want to be a better player? Then why play a game? Yeah, no, I I, I get that. Or I the glamour. <laughs> <laughs> to look pretty. Clearly, I'm going to pay 13 bucks a month to play dress up on my character. Uh, I can just go back being five years old and buy Barbie dress up if I wanted to do that. Uh, the graphics are way better in this game. <laughs> IMO. All right, you tell yourself. That. But but I think I think I think Chuckster has has a good point that that you know if if you want the challenge, the challenge is always going to be where the current endgame content is. If we're doing an endgame content in phases, as clearly we are with, you know, Coil of Bahamut, then there's always going to be a phase or a section or a chunk of it that is the hardest content in the game currently. And as long as that exists, the challenge exists. And, you know, and and it's not like all the challenge has been taken out of even first Coil uh, because That's you've true. you've still got the you've still got the brick wall challenges. You've still got the 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 challenge that that one challenge. It's T five in the Twisters. first, yeah, and and uh, T nine in the second. Uh, yeah, T nine they didn't change anything. No, either. they didn't change anything. But it's still a brick wall. It's still yeah. it's still gonna like that content was challenging enough on its own. Where you know you leave it the same and just add echo and and that's really it. Like I I think that 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 fight was designed well enough that it didn't it doesn't need nerfs anywhere um it the 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 challenging aspect is supposed to be there so you've got the brick wall challenges at five and at nine and those pretty much wall you out of the content and and i think that that is fair but i think the thing that that we struggle with is that as final fantasy 11 players how long did it take them to go back and adjust things like let's make cop easy guys so people can actually fucking clear it it took like 3 or 4 years so to have yeah. to have content that gets nerfed like two patches later seems really quick to us 
Um, and and I think that that's that's partially a context thing. And it, you know, it, 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 you know, we're being grandpas by sitting there and going, yeah, well, it should be harder longer. And you know, and and people who just legitimately want to clear the content. And another thing I wanted to bring up is that some players just aren't good. Like they're not going to be good. They're, uh, no, I'm serious. They're just not going to be good enough to clear stuff without nerfs. And do you want to say you can't ever see this the story because you're bad? No, that and I think that's why they're doing it so quickly. I think it's to to cater to those people who don't have the time or don't have the skill to move on, and they don't want to isolate that whole. Because this game does cater a lot more to casual players than Eleven did. So I don't think they want to lose that. That, uh, demographic well, of theirs. You would know being so casual, right, Nico? I, extremely, yeah. <laughs> She's queen casual. I'd be out. I'd be out if they didn't make these nerfs. Just gone. Uh, and and that was the last thing. As uh, obvious, they they added echo to ten percent echo to all of the uh, second coil of Bahamut. So uh, yeah, um, that's that's basically the the coil nerfs in a nutshell. Uh, it's, I mean, I can, I can understand why some people would be upset. Um, but, uh, but I get it. I understand why they did it. And I've been having fun just pugging them. Um, you know, I had the, I had the good fortune to learn a lot of these fights. Well, at least T six and seven, uh, I learned with, uh, my, my raid static, which is, uh, now called team filthy casuals, uh, and is, <laughs> is headed up by Kyle. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was, I was really fortunate to learn a lot of those mechanics. So I feel like when I do pug them, I, I, I have a lot of, uh, you know, I have a leg up on, on, you know, the mechanics and knowing the fight and, uh, it's really helpful. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like the fact that I can pug those fights and they're fun fights too. I think they're fun to fun to pug. Uh, so, um, you know, it's kind of like Shiva, you know, everyone says that Shiva EX is way easier than Ramu EX. He, she is. Well, yeah. <laughs> to, to like a degree, to a degree, I, I actually, I don't know that it's easier. I just think it's way more recoverable. And I don't, I, I mean, I guess, no, man, it's, it's I've literally easier. cleared Ramu once and I've gone in with my raid group. I've gone in with other people who have cleared it and literally only cleared it once. Shiva X, I cleared it on my, we wiped once and second try clear. I don't know if that doesn't scream easier to you, but it's completely. It does to me. I don't know where you're going with that, Amir. I'm sorry. You're on your own. You are on your way, own. Way, way easier. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 <laughs> I mean, come I just on. I don't. I, I got. I just don't think I don't think that there are that many mechanics in Ramu that are that difficult. Like, I mean. It, it yeah, it takes synergy and it takes everyone knowing their own role. But I mean, like once you one, we did it on a pug. Uh, Juxta and I did it on a pug where seven people needed the needed the with uh, echo with echo. But I refuse to believe that the only reason that I mean we knew that fight by the end of it. Echo helped, yeah. but yeah. but and how how many yeah. hours did that take you? Yeah, how many tries? That was I wa- on the pug? That was just one. That was we... No, no. No, how many tries did it take but you how and many me? did you wipe? Yeah. Oh, me personally? Tons. Lots. And how many times did you wipe to Shiva? Not as many. See? And how many... Right. And you had Echo with Ramu. Yeah, all right. And still wiped, whereas Shiva is like, oh, there's a pattern. She does two moves with every weapon she pulls out in the same order every time. Yeah, pretty All you much. have to know is what weapon she has, and you can not get hit. Yeah. It's so easy. 
And the and the second time I by the way I cleared Shiva EX when it was relevant, so that should tell you how much easier <laughs> it is. But the point I, I, I'm making is I saw a tank literally go into the wrong little uh, cardinal direction like every time, and we still won. That's how easy it is. You can purposely mess up a mechanic, and you can still do it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Whereas if you mess up anything in Ramo, it's like, nope, it's goodbye. The end. Game over. Yeah. So. Come on. All right. Well, I don't know. I think it actually kind of fits the pattern that they've that they've set with the previous EXs where, you know, Garuda was, eh, there was a challenge there. Leviathan, eh, there's a challenge there. Then it's Titan EX, which, holy fuck, and also, you know, Ramu EX, holy fuck. And then Ifrit EX, nice little cooler, you know, Well, Ifrit breather. was really tough on healers, though, mm, to be fair. Nobody cares about them, though. Nobody cares about healers. <laughs> That's so, untrue because if your healer walks in too early to switch positions and wipes the whole entire raid, that happened more than once. Because the healers have that little explosion debuff. I actually well, don't. I don't remember that fight at all. <laughs> at all, at all. I think I cleared it once and never. Or like if they st- if they stood too close to each other, they would explode. Yeah, that's really yeah. Awful. Oh yeah, <laughs> healers suck. Yeah. What? Well, fuck them. Yeah, stupid healer. They're not, in, healer they're not important anyway. We need to get a healer, a main healer as a host on this show. Like, <laughs> I think that <laughs> dynamic needs to be here. <laughs> well, don't, when they add Red Mage, uh, well, I'll be a DPS Red Mage, so hey, I still won't have anything. <laughs> Good luck with that. Melee Red Mage. Night yeah. of the round. Melee, melee Red Mage. All right. Uh, so uh, last, I think it was last weekend, uh, Live Letter 18 went down and uh, Yoshi P talking a lot of uh, changes that are going to be coming in uh, 2.45 and uh, even some that might be coming in 2.5. I'm not sure when some of these adjustments are slated for exactly. Um, but uh, we're following a nice little uh, outline. I want to send a shout out to Sign, C-Y-G-N-E. Uh, and uh, you should, they're definitely worth a follow on uh, Twitch. Uh, they were the the, the person uh, responsible for translating the live letter. Uh, they were doing the live translation. Um, so, uh, you know, understanding what was going on was really easy thanks to them. So uh, shout out to Sign. And then the uh, the summary that we're using uh, was uh, was provided by uh, Dice3 on Reddit. Um, and uh, so shout out to you, uh, I guess. Yay, Reddit. Actually, actually it's pronounced... Saigane and the Ice Three. Get out. <laughs> uh, so uh, some of these uh, some of these uh, things that uh, Yoshi P talking about. Uh, Dragoon is going to be getting some buffs. We've known that Dragoon is supposed to be getting buffs for a while, um, but uh, he gave a little bit more specifics. Uh, positional buffs will be given even if the position is missed. So uh, heavy lance, right? Uh, you got to do that from the side. You'll no longer have to do it from the side. I, I The way that I understood it is that the damage will still have an increase from that hit from the heavy lance hit if you hit from the side but you'll still get the buff no matter so it's like dragon kick now yeah and and i mean that's uh, that's definitely important because fucking like when you're doing something where the mob is spinning around all the time and you know you miss that that heavy lance it's just it's fucking annoying um so that's that's definitely a good change way to go 
Uh, recast times are going to be reduced. We don't know for what. And animation locks are going to be made more forgiving. Every time there's an update, I swear to God, they make an adjustment <laughs> to, to, to jump animation locks. Like, what more can they possibly do there? Didn't they, they also just, mention that Dragoon was going to get um, increased magic resistance because they died too easily from magic moves? I feel like I heard that somewhere. Yes. I think they did, yes. Yes, they did also mention that. That's not on, on the outline. But yeah, um, it does seem like uh, Dragoon's magic resistance is going to receive a buff. Um, so that's good. Um... I'll take this horrible ninja nerf that they're talking about. They did well. Just, they talked about they talked about the ninja nerf on the live letter, and everyone started to freak the fuck out. And then they went and clarified what's going to be coming. Uh, you know, this, this guy is falling this Tuesday. This guy so. is falling. I'm just saying. No, it's this not. is terrible. I no, can't believe not. they're doing this. God, okay, it's so annoying. I am cereal right here, and I can't even super cereal. Okay, okay tell us about it. Okay. Aeolian Edge, 10 more TP. Goes up to 60 TP. Oh, what? Oh my god. Shadow Fang, 10 more TP. Goes up to 70 now. 70! That is 10 more than 60. Yes, it is. 70. Good job. And now, <laughs> our kisses, when we blow kisses, our Wasp and Viper kisses, <laughs> they don't affect our ninjutsu. How am I going to swoon all of the lovely ladies out there with my ninjutsu being gimped like that? 20% less on ninjutsu. This uh, is ridiculous. I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm out. I can't, I can't even. This is completely ridiculous. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so, honestly, what, is that, what does that even mean? Honestly, uh, that just means that Ninja right now is currently OP, and they can get... They're pretty much top DPS all the time. So this is just balancing. They don't have I, TP to spare, and instead of increasing all damage, it just increases physical damage with their kisses. That's it. Okay. I think that's and, a great balance. It, it still keeps them powerful, but it doesn't keep them a little... like it doesn't. It's balanced. This game, is, I feel like, has been very good about how balanced all the classes are for the most part. And so they just have to, you know, they have to try it out, see what the players discover, and tweak it a little. I it's think. a little tweak, yeah. yeah. And I think what they had said on the live letter was that the optimum rotation uh, that the community has, has figured out for Ninja was not what they intended. And so that some of the, that most of these adjustments were to adjust to the, the optimal rotation so that, you know, scrubs aren't putting out, you know, 350 DPS without even trying. Uh, I just want to point out that the ninjutsu nerf works out to be like 0.92% of your total damage, less than a percent of your total DPS. Yeah. So that's that's nothing. The Aeolian Edge and Shadow Fang TP nerfs, that's nothing, because we were sitting at full TP anyway, except on, on AoE. So, yeah, this is not a nerf at all, basically. I mean, it is, but it's... It's a bit... It's very... <laughs> I would like slap on the hand. Like, no, the it's a tweak. I th like T eight though. If you, I mean, if you do T eight, you're like by the time that the dreadnought, like the second dreadnought, is out, everyone's TP is really low. But Ninja would have more TP. That I mean, just by so by basically the other Ninja is going to end up goading the Ninja again. So <laughs> Ninjas just goad each other. True, but now they increase the moves a little bit, so you don't have you. that little edge over, say, the monks and the dragoons. Right. So. 
I just want to point out that uh, last episode, Nico was not uh, entirely sure that Ninja was top DPS, and I was like, oh no, it totally is, and she's like, ah, my no. the monk does pretty good. I'm like, no, no, we, we, well, we are the know, top. Uh, actually, to be fair, a good monk, a good monk can still top a ninja. I will say. Uh, not a good ninja, though. Yeah. Equal gear, equal skill, ninja will be better. I don't know. I, yeah, I actually think that that's right. I think the numbers are on Juxta's side. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen I've seen people say otherwise. I've seen it personally in my raid group as well because my husband, I will say, is a really good monk, and he tops DPS most of the time. Well, okay. Sometimes well, do you, the ninja. Do you, do you have a ninja in the party? So, yes, we do. I remember I told you our dragoon switched to ninja. Oh, good choice. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. But he's really good. He's really good too, and I think sometimes he does win. Sometimes the ninja does win, but I think more consistently the monk is ahead. But. Well, I, I, how how's the gear low? How's the gear? I mean, we're all like one fifth, well, between one ten and one fifteen. Okay, now pause, pause. So if we are definitely talking about parsers, which we do not condone by any means. No, 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 ever. no, never. <clears throat> but keep in mind that for ten seconds every minute. The entire Here range DPS, ten percent of that is my DPS. Every minute, ten percent of the range DPS is mine. Uh, uh, okay, so then uh, every time a, a dragoon uses a buff for a bard, that counts as the dragoon's DPS. Sure, sure, go ahead. Give the anytime the bard the, uses faux requiem, that becomes the bard's DPS. Actually, yeah, he would sure. he would agree with that. He would want to take that DPS on himself. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You would not have that if the Bard, Ninja, or Dragoon was not there. So that's their DPS. But if you think about it, 10% is to everybody, so it's an even ratio increase. So in the long run, with that 10% or without that 10%, the person in the lead would still be in the lead. So. Uh, no, because all that 10% is mine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't think that's actually how it works, but okay. We'll we'll just just say okay, Nika, so we can move on. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think. Okay. When, I'm I'm saying I'm saying if the ninja was not there, you would not have that ten percent increase. So where would it come from? It would not come from, and it would take me okay, a okay, long time. Sure. I'm longer. not going to argue this anymore. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll just we'll just smile and nod. Just smile and nod. Yeah. Um, but the real question here is is not you know which is better, ninja or monk, but with the changes that are coming to dragoon to dragoon, how where is dragoon going to fit into into that model? Because right now dragoon's not even on the map. You know what I mean? In like, an ideal world, they would all be equal. <laughs> uh, even if they I don't think that's going to happen. Even if they're all equal DPS, Ninja is still better because we have 10% to the whole raid Oh range. my god, just shut up. Enough. Not, even even beyond that being my DPS. I'm just saying because of that raid utility, we are automatically better if everyone is equal DPS. No. No. Why no? Other bu- jobs give buffs to other jobs too and you don't count that. Oh well, you can count that. Oh well, yeah, and plus uh, I think like uh, summoners have like a ten percent, ten percent int or something. I don't know. I don't care about summoners. Uh, so outside of Juxta trying to claim DPS that's not his, uh, White Mage uh, is going to be getting an AOE Stone skin. Um, and you know what? I just I just realized that uh, in 
I because I just unlocked stone skin on my white mage that mm. they're they still call it granite skin. Like at some point they changed the name from granite skin to stone skin, and but there are still some texts that refer to it as granite skin. Really? Yeah. Like I, I think as e- either a part of the quest to unlock it or something. Yeah. Interesting. Are you sure? I don't know. I I want to say but- that that's right. Screenshots, or it didn't happen. No, well, it, it was. You go back was, and watch the cutscenes, but keep in mind this AOE stone skin is only out of battle. You right? Can't use yeah, it out of battle. battle, out of battle. Yeah, which is just a quality of life change, but it's definitely like you're sitting around waiting for your white mage to cast stone skin on everyone, and it's like. Well, as a scholar, I personally think this is completely unfair. Why? Why? Huh? Oh. Who cares about four man dungeons? But when you do eight man raids, you always have a scholar and a white mage, and it's the white mage's job to stone skin everyone, so it makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's not. I still. It's still not fair. I. Uh, I want something as a as a scholar. Okay, Where's, you don't care about healers, so why do you care? Yeah. Where's my AOE actually? Lustry? Actually, last night, Nika, we forced Juxta to come healer to run an expert roulette, and. Oh. Yeah, and and according to him, according to him, he kind of likes deciding who lives and who dies. Oh, really? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, the DPS let me die on the uh, pirate boss, and so I made sure everyone else at least died once the rest of the run, including <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> on purpose? Yeah! <laughs> How dare you let me die? <laughs> and I want to point out, Ryuichi calling this guy out, he's like, why am I bound? We're like, you gotta kill the slave, bro! He's the reason. He's the reason I died. And everyone else, too. But mostly him. Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> the end. Uh, Alright, so, yeah. Uh, AoE stone skin out of battle. That's coming for White Mage. Uh, that'll be good. Um, so adjustments on relic. We are going to get the uh, next stage of the relic upgrade quest in 2.45. Uh, they have not decided on whether or not the item level is going to be raised. Um, but it, it, the, the next step in the, in the process is going to give you a new visual model. Uh, which we knew we, we knew that was kind of coming. We had seen the screenshots of Excalibur. Um, and so we could kind of deduce that that maybe that was going to be the final step in the upgrade process. You said deuce. I'm willing to bet that the last upgrade will come with 2.55, which will be the last big update before the expansion. Mm, that's that's probably guess. that's probably that's fair. I don't know, I, but it seems like if I mean, so what? They're going to add a new model and then they're going to put a, a fancy glow on it. No, the glow comes later. Yeah, like yeah, at two point five five, like they'll add the glow oh. at two point five five, and that'll be yeah. the last yeah. step in it. Okay, and then all right, it'll I could be see a that. Fancy model with golden colors and glows, and then the expansion will come out, which will lead us to a whole new area with whole different things. So, do you guys think that they're going to continue the relic expansion into the expansion? Like, like, are we going to continue I, to upgrade our relics in the expansion? I bet we're going to start our um. Oh, what the fuck is it called? Not the uh, Mythic, but what's the other one? From Eleven? From Abyssia? The... Imperian? I don't play Imperian! Imperian. (laughs) We're going to start our Imperian weapons next. 
See, but like, I, mean, I, I, don't, I think I don't that really would, know. I think that would be a bummer to go through all of that effort of upgrading your weapon and then just throw it out at the expansion. It's hard for me to predict because what I'm used to is 11 and back when I played 11, they didn't have eye level. And so the relic was literally the end all be all weapon. Whereas in this game with the consistent eye level increase, the relic can't really be that way. Right. Um, but what they did do is they added the trial of the Magians or Magians or whatever it was called. And where you could literally go and kill things for hours on end to upgrade your relic to meet the standard. So that's essentially what they're doing now, but I don't know. I don't. I feel like I mean, right now it would be like on the cusp of the next expansion. Two expansions later, three expansions later, someone who brings in a new job, they got to go farm up expansions, old content, just to get their relic up to par. Do you really think it's going to be a thing? I don't know. It's tough, I mean, man. It could go either way. I mean, it's a big pain in the ass right now as Ninja going through all the shit I already did on Bard, but, I mean, I don't... I mean, maybe they'll have us do content in the expansion areas to upgrade it. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. you can find some, like, Ishgard has some expanded technology we don't have that we're able to utilize to enhance our weapons. And it just, like, jumps right from level shit weapon to uh, eye level 120 or whatever and just skip everything? See, but then, but that implies though that like all of the old content once the expansion comes out will be dead, completely dead content, and that would really disappoint me. That would bum me out because I mean, you know, like I've said for a long time that like once we start moving towards new content, you shouldn't let the old content die. Well, how are you gonna? I mean, I don't. What? I've always been under the assumption that. After the expansion, everything they were doing now, that's old content. We're not going to come back to that. I don't know. We're not not going to go through uh, high-level roulettes anymore. We're going to have our own stuff for that. We're going to have our own new dungeons. I mean, go run the old one. It's so difficult just thinking about eye level because once we have expansions, why would we ever want to do even Final Coil again because we're way higher than 130? You know, it's so hard to think about, whereas in 11... Like Everything things was, like the riddle were good forever, right? You know, and that was initial content. So it's just so hard to even like kind of try to imagine or predict at this point in time. I just don't know. Well, but I mean, like, look at look at something like Labyrinth of the Ancients, dude. Who fucking does that shit anymore, glamour. or why? Only glamour. Only glamour. That's it. But that that means that what sixteen people have to be in it for glamour. That's a pretty high. You know what I mean? Like that's the. I mean, they did say they were going to reduce ass. the amount of like party requirements needed to go in. Or I don't. I don't. Mm. But like, mm. I don't know. I don't know. How many people is that going to reason? I don't. I just. I don't know. I, I. I don't like the idea of just throwing all the old content out. Well, then you. So you're more happy to just continue to run the same content over and over and over again. Just keep building on to the content because, like, I don't know, like when when 2.0 launched, I had a a level 50 character. There was way less for me to do than there was for you guys to do. And, you know, like I you got 50. Characters. Well, I, uh, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I was I was uh, addressing imaginary. Apparently I'm two no. people now. I, I was I was addressing imaginary. Well, yeah, I keep he sounds like Landers. So I keep thinking that Landers is here. So. <laughs> Um, no, but but like for for Juxta and and Kahlo, who uh, you know basically started at, at level one, uh, there was way more for them to do when the when two launched, and like I felt like when two launched that there wasn't all that much for me to do, and I wasn't actually logging in 
that much especially compared to now like i log in way more now than i ever did then so you know it's like i i don't know like i i I mean there should be incentives to still do old content like grinding for tomes or you know whatever it is uh you know i can't i i I don't i don't want to sit here and like parse out what the incentive should be but there should be an incentive to run the old content still they did go back and first coil and add elegant synth materials so now there are people who will grind t4 to get like elegant leather and elegant things like that for those like something crap uh, right stupid d synthesis well and they- and and i and i like that i like that they are trying to on some level incentivize going back and 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 doing some of that stuff but i mean like again try queuing for for labyrinth the only thing i mean like the only thing that i can deduce is like uh, a reason to queue for labyrinth is that it puts out a hundred soldiery that's it that's all I can I can figure so out. So long to get a hundred soldiers. I know. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, plus, the dungeon's long and the queue is long. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's. But like, I mean, I do think if they start taking some of this content and make it like you can go in with four people now, or you can go in with two people. I mean, it'll be fun for some people. Like go into an like AK with two people and just kill everything. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so. Well, like, I get. I mean, I guess they can already keep it relevant because they already added item level restrictions to all the hard uh, roulette dungeons so you're capped out at 110 or whatever right right yeah so you'll never be able to go in and solo everything yeah so some adjustments coming to uh final coil uh they're gonna add an assist mode for final coil um which i don't know why it's taken this long to get an assist mode uh going basically what that means is that uh, you won't be locked out of doing the content for final coil you'll be locked out for loot which they already do the loot lockout for crystal tower it's odd that they didn't do this before for second coil but this kind of makes it sound like though it's not that you can get one item and then you're locked out it's like once you've cleared it you can't loot so as of right now okay i guess that's a little bit different and it make and it's the same it's essentially the same as it is now so that way like you do the content once two people get gear and then you're locked out and nobody in your whole party can get gear that's essentially the same thing that's going on now you're not you know you're just going in to help someone that's literally it well and and i think it'll help people be able to learn fights too because you know if you get if you get a chance to practice run you know where it's i just i think that it's a good system all around and i i'm just i'm a little bit surprised that it's taken this long and that it was never implemented for second coil um so yeah that's great assist mode for final coil awesome um they're also making uh the chest count i guess it's gonna vary how much it spawns like it's spawn percentage based on how many people have cleared the content already so i guess what seven people taking one person in to like get all the loot the chest might not spawn Oh, okay. Well, that that's that's a good way to prevent abuse, right? Because I mean, you could have like uh, seven uh, people have freaking alts for a coil and stuff, so they could have seven people, seven alts go and clear out the thing, and then their mains go in with the seven yeah, alts. One at a time. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and so that that makes sense. Um, for Ninja, they are researching methods to help Ninja Mudra lag, um, but they say that this is very technically difficult. So. Uh, I don't. I don't actually know what the the mudra lag is. Can you explain that, Chuxa? It's pretty much the worst thing ever about ninja. I've already been noticing it, and I'm only 34. Yeah, it's basically 
sometimes, especially in dungeons, especially in, uh, what is it, Hawk Manor hard mode, I'll notice I hit my Mudra, hit the next one, and then hit the third one, but only the first and the last one will actually be transmitted to the server. Oh. So now I'm sitting at basically fucked up uh, Mudra or Ninjutsu rotation. So your head. Um, yeah. well, I mean, I've even ni- noticed can- I only have one Mudra at level 34 and I've noticed sometimes I'll push the button and it doesn't look like it goes off so I'll push it again and then it all of a sudden pushes twice and yeah. then I fuck up. I'm like, what the hell? So it's it's frustrating. So so it's a, it's a real thing. It's a re- it's, it is. Oh. it's a real thing. <laughs> it's okay. a real thing. If you ever see fucking Dotan on bosses, that's the reason. It's because we're trying to <laughs> not get zero potency rabbit over less potency Dotan. So, yeah, it's a it's a thing. It's really annoying, and there's basically nothing they can do to fix it. Is what they're saying. Womp womp. So, so, yeah, Ninja, for people who think that it's an easy class to get high DPS, no, it's not. Uh, you kind of have to it's definitely get a rhythm. Good. There's a big rotation and rhythm to go with it. There definitely so, is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Job-specific limit breaks are planned for uh, 3.0. We've heard, <laughs> we've heard more about that. <laughs> Ryoko coming over <laughs> and popping the bunny. um but uh but yeah uh job specific limit breaks planned for 3.0 um what do you guys think about this uh a lot of people have have been saying that you know uh that that this is where bard is finally going to uh you know not be forced into having the healer limit break yeah um so uh, I mean, like, how do you guys, are you guys looking forward to new limit breaks? Like, what do you guys want from new limit breaks? I think as long as they can balance it, like, is job specific going to mean the damage output's different or is job specific going to mean the animation? I think different? it's just in terms of animation. Okay, because I feel like if they make the monk and dragoon limit breaks completely different and then, you know, one of them's better, they're never, you're never going to want another person, you know, of that. Yeah, no, no, I, th- I, I, I think that it's just, it's an animation thing because the way that the damage is calculated for for limit breaks is based on the based on the party based on the yeah. party's stats and not the individual's stats so um yeah i i just i mean like i think that we'll still have the two types of limit breaks that will have the aoe and the single target and then we'll have the healer limit break um, I think th- I think that the, and then the tank that limit Bard break. should have or like a, a ranged like because Bard isn't going to be healer limit break anymore, but it also can't be the melee. Like you're not going to get out of Buster Sword and hit a melee limit break. Right. So they're probably going to add a, a, another one. Yeah, like uh, I would say another like sort of like a it would it would operate Maybe like, like a caster. caster would yeah, it would break. operate like a caster limit break. Yeah. So that's what I think. Um, I don't see anyone saying no changing the limb break system to have job specific limb breaks if they're all the same like all the melees are equal just different animations I don't see anyone saying that's a dumb idea yeah I yeah, think no, it'll be no 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 I, I, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think that anyone has a problem with the way the damage is calculated by limit breaks but yeah the, our custom animations that would be really nice um, Juxta what, what kind of like limit breaks would you want for ninja uh, personally, I think we should have go back to our eleven roots and have the ninja explode and do damage. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Uh, I feel like the tank limit break right now is really useless, though. So I feel like I they agree. need to do something to fix that. Yeah, I agree. We we actually used to use it for about mm, 
three days in T11 and then decided we didn't need it anymore. So it's like, basically the flight okay. has to be built around the tank limit break to get use out of the tank limit break. And, right. and I think there's the only fight where that is is Ultima Hard. Yep, that's yep. it. Yep. That's the only one. It's the only one. I was excited where we started using it in T11. And like, no, if we just have stone skin and have the scholar sacred soil, we don't need it. Like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh So there's literally no use for it. So I don't know. They either need to make it longer or they need to make it do something different. The worst part about the tank limit break is unlike bard or the healer one you can't just like spam it and then move spam it move spam it, move and make a really awesome noise to let the melee dps that you want the limit break right the fuck now <laughs> you can't do that and tank because it's instant that's true that's true it is instant yeah oh i've never seen anyone make noise like that with the limit break. oh it's hilarious be, that might just it's be. hilarious i'll do it next time we're in a party <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, so this is prob- possibly something that they've got planned for the future. There, I don't know. Like some of the translation is a little bit dodgy on this one, but uh, uh, there's something called Grand Company Squadrons, where you can lead your own team of Grand Company NPCs and uh, and train them and then run instances with them. Um, I so- like this idea. But I want not to be nameless NPCs. I want to go out with Thancred and Midphilia and save the world together. So you like, want you have from, to, from but then you, yeah, but then you so, have to think, yeah. is it like only certain people can have certain NPCs or is everyone going to have a duplicate of the NPC? Everyone. Ha- well, okay, here, here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. Uh, for your screen, it says Minfilia, but for everyone else, everyone else sees it as just like a random white. Oh, movie. so like how it is on Peace Walker when you multiplayer. So, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Jackson's never played. But um. yeah, how it looks like you look like Snake to you, but everyone else sees you as this general person. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. See, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's okay. how you fix it. Oh, okay. Because exactly, like they already do this. You have Echo, and you're the main storyline. But everyone else is just good adventurers. So to everyone else, you're just a good adventurer, and you don't have Echo. Right. You see, they already have. There's precedence. <laughs> precedence. <laughs> I am lawyering this point. I guess, but I was ground. thinking that something because you know, I mean. I guess this is a grand company, not free company. But I remember way back in the day, they had announced how like a free company would gain the right to use a primal for a certain amount of time, and only that free company would have access to it. For yeah, I did. I do and remember they that never concept. Implemented that, so I was wondering if maybe they do something similar, where like you could have a contract with Minfilia for a week, and then someone else would get to. I don't know. Actually, th- I think that would be kind of cool, like having it be a really exclusive thing, like or, or at least like for certain NPCs, having it be like only yeah, one like, person the on the t- entire. T- server can can do it that would be funny i think that would be that would be kind of fun so i don't know uh so adjustments to front lines new front lines maps are coming in uh well, maybe, maybe no new maps it no new they maps. could Sorry. have been mistranslated i gotcha no new maps so are coming not. in 2.5 but, but there there is only, a new map coming in 3.0 so yeah i was gonna say there's only one map right now right right that's boring uh, but they they are planning to add new rules in patch 2.5. Um, the map will be the same, but the rules will be slightly different. So uh, there you go. For crafting gathering, uh, no new crafting gathering gear in the immediate future. Uh, we'll continue with the idea that the best crafted gear will be uh, will need desynthesis mats. So that makes sense because you can desynth your own gear and then make it or whatever. Yep. Uh, so, uh, there, there was some talk about DX 11 parsers, add add ons and stuff like that. Uh, listening to network packets is a bit too close to cheats. 
Sorry, guys. Uh, Yoshi feels that it's uh, dangerous for people. Viruses slash other things uh, may come in from third-party software. But an API is being designed, but they cannot say more at this time. So uh, DX11 is coming with 3.0 possible demo at an event soon, which I'm going to say probably fan, JP FanFest. Uh, we, might, we might see what DX11. Would, uh, like, what would that change? DX11? Uh, I, I honest to God don't know like for as much as people talk about it I think it would probably make the game look better I, but that's I don't I actually have no idea I think it has something to do with the API and and being able to develop you know like plugins and stuff like that right okay I, I had no idea either so that's why I asked but again, Yoshi P very kind of squirrely about the idea of add-ons even moving forward. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Polyhedral in the chat says more CPU load, less GPU. So um, that's part of it. Look better, run better, general optimization. Game will look better. Okay. That kind of stuff. Um, so for, uh, for the inventory, they're working on macros to quickly store and pull items from retainers. Um, uh, for Heaven's Ward, if you don't buy the expansion, you can still access uh, the Three Kingdoms of Eorzea. That is pretty obvious. I find it funny that that's even a question. Yeah. I mean, like, you just <laughs> obviously can't go to the new areas, but you can still, like... But I guess what people are wondering are, like, oh, can I party with the Dark Knight if I don't have the expansion? And the answer is yes. Your game will still download the update data and that kind of stuff to be able to see those kinds of things. You just can't go there or do those things yourself. Uh, free company crafting is going to become a thing. Uh, showed a shot of a lab with some kind of miniature house. Uh, you can construct a house and then place it, uh, like housing items and stuff. Um, there was a lot mentioned about the eternal bond system. Um, ceremony of eternal bonding, three types of ceremonies, standard gold, gold and platinum. I've uh, seen another translation that there's actually only two. Yeah. That there's just standard and, and gold. And gold um, yeah. 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 So that there's, there's a pay option. Uh, you apply for it at the Mog station, a uh, special quest for two people. Um, it's a tedious quest to gather the apparel and ring. Uh, the ring is not expensive. It's a vendor item. Crafters can also make rings. Uh, you reserve the church. Uh, the, the, what is it? The sanctum of the 12 is what it's called. Right. I don't know. Um, it's, it's that, it's that, yeah, it's that church that exists out there. Wait, you don't get to choose. Oh, well, in 11, you got to choose between like eight different places. Like, do you want to oh be out on the cliff gosh. or like in Juno, or do you want to be like in this area? You could have weddings outside, like in areas in 11. Uh, so you, <laughs> for you. I want that. Well, you don't get it. You get the fucking church and you fucking deal with it. All right. Well, my character does not believe in the 12. <laughs> then you, you don't get a wedding blessed by the twelve. That's what you, you get. Have to, you have to think that there can't that every single person in in Eorzea just can't be super religious. You can't. Please you have to everyone. Cater to everybody. No, no, no shut up. Get out. <laughs> it's not fair. I would rather. I want to get married out in some cool place, like out in Mordono, where the cool icicle things are. How cool would that be? I think that would. It's be actually cool. not that cold out there. No, cool. Cool isn't awesome. Not cold. Get out. You, you are so casual. So, uh, so You're complaining about the internal bonding system. <laughs> yes, important to me. No I one is ever going to use I this. I've been waiting for this since the beginning of this game. Nobody cares. 
a ton of people care actually <laughs> i don't care because you don't have a girlfriend who plays this game so. oh burn shots fired burn <laughs> guess what i wouldn't marry her in game anyway because i'm not spending my hard-earned gill on her <laughs> i need a prenup <laughs> And this is why you don't have one. Uh, so you reserve the church and send out invitations, max max around 80 guests, maybe. Uh, uh, you can uh, select the one who is holding the service, like a Mughal priest. Um, and then there are two tiers. There's a standard, which has no price associated with it. And then uh, gold and possibly platinum, which costs money, has amount and uh, special clothing. Um, so uh, and using the eternal bond item can teleport you to your partner. A lot of people have been raging about the mount costing money and the, the premium uh, wedding uh nika i feel like you're the only one who would even care about this what do you feel about having to pay for gold weddings it honestly depends on the price like i i mean i've been talking to my husband and i'm like are we gonna pay for the wedding and we're just i don't know we're all talking about this so i mean it really depends i can't believe that that's a real discussion in your household slept there's what how much 20 24. something, $24 for Slepnir. So if you think about it, if they're going to make that like their mount price plus clothing and a more intricate wedding, if they make it like 50 bucks, I'm going to say probably I won't do it. Um, but if it's like 20, I might do it. Your guests are going to be diff- very disappointed, Nika. <laughs> yeah, we're going to think you're cheap if you uh, if you don't spring for the gold wedding. Yeah, just say it. Yeah, the standard, <laughs> really the standard, surprised. standard price is like getting hitched in the trailer park. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we'll Why see. Why Vegas we wedding? We really yet? have to see if the standard is literally like you're in a warehouse and there's nothing on the wall and there's like two people. Then maybe I'll, I'll spring for it, but I don't know. That should be an option to just. You I know. Pray if I could get married in like the most dangerous place in Eorzea. <laughs> I don't want to get married in the church. That's not fair. <laughs> So my broken in roots. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so sorry for for your husband (laughs) (laughs) so uh there were some announcements uh mostly about fan fest that's gone down december 20th and 21st uh there will be a premium stream on nico nico god damn it juxta put your clothes back on nico tosca said i should wear my bard glamour to the wedding so i'm showing everyone what my bard glamour is it's it's steve steve-o basically from uh from jackass uh, so, uh, fan festival going down December 20th and 21st. Uh, there will be a premium stream on, uh, Nico Nico for, uh, 1500 yen, uh, plus tax. I don't know what that is, uh, U.S. Uh, or how we would get it in the U.S. Um, so that's going to be, uh, that's around about $15. So okay. it'll probably be $20 for U.S. I would assume. Uh, well, no, they didn't say anything about Twitch. They said nothing about Twitch. Well, it sounds true. like Nico Nico is going to be, I think Nico Nico is going to be their primary platform for JP FanFest, which means that uh, we really don't know how a U.S. audience is going to be able to watch or partake in it. I mean, you can, I mean, U.S. can use Nico Nico. You can have an account on there. It's just, you have to know where to, what to click on. Yeah, um, but will, will but it, yeah, will it take, is give or take $15 based on the exchange rate at the time but 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 will it take my credit card i don't know the problem the biggest problem i see with using nico nico is that you won't get the awesome twitch emotes 
That too. That's also disappointing. <laughs> that's the biggest problem. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I am. I, I kind of am legit disappointed that they're not that they don't have something going for Twitch for this. You know, kind of shitty. It just seems like they did. You know, they did it for US. They did it for Europe. Why not do it but also they for also Japan? Didn't have Nico Nico for our fan fest, which is the Japanese's YouTube Twitch thing. That's yeah, true. But, I mean, but, okay, it, they might have been thinking because oh, I mean, can you use Japanese credit cards on Twitch? I don't know. That's a good question. Because this, I mean, this is their program for them, and they didn't have a Nico Nico broadcast for the American Fan Fest, so they're trying to be fair, I guess. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like it. Nobody cares. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You're not Japanese. This is not for you. So, but here's the thing. So, um, this is going down December 20th and 21st. Uh, That is the weekend of my 30th birthday here, folks. Uh, I turned 30 that weekend. And. And it would be nice if we could sit here and say, this is our plan for that weekend, and we're going to be able to bring you a wrap-up all nice and clean at this time. Uh, we don't know. We, we don't know. But the thing is, is that we're, we're going to be here. Uh, we're going to be in studio. Juxta Kahlo are coming down to, to hang out uh, and celebrate my birthday. And, uh, and so we're going to try to do something for jp fan fest but obviously we don't know what that is yet so uh hang with us and we'll have more information uh check back at our website limitbreakradio.com when we know more it may it may be that you know we don't know what's going on until it actually goes live and then we figure something out so <laughs> just uh, stay tuned yeah we watch, look watch, forward to it watch the twitter watch the facebook like us on facebook so you know when shit goes down subscribe to our twitter so you know when it goes down the end there you go. Uh, so let's see. Uh, new veteran rewards for uh, 630 days. There's a wind-up Nanamo uh, and a fat chocobo head, which everyone yes! freaked fat the fuck chocobo out about. Head. Yeah, fat chocobo head. Everyone freaked the fuck out about. So um, that's pretty cool. Uh, there's uh, the, the From Astral to Umbral OST releases uh, December 17th. That's exciting. That's uh, uh, you, you'll be able to uh, check out like full studio versions of those primals tracks. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the seasonal event Starlight Celebration is coming. The exact date will be announced later. Um, Heaven's Turn is also coming. The exact date will be announced later. And finally, we just got uh, we got this on the uh, the blog the other day. The Spriggan Cap is coming with two point four five. Cute. Uh, and and actually, if you watched if you watched the um, the European fan fest, Yoshi P had totally forgotten that they had even added this item. It was in like a video for I want to say it was the Easter event, and somebody like in the crowd, like they did a crowd Q and A, was like, "Hey, are you ever going to add that Spriggan cap? Because I've done all of the Easter events." Uh, that are possible and I've done a ton of treasure hunting and I've never been able to find it and he goes shit did we add that like and <laughs> and so he was like okay we'll add it we'll add it for 2.45 so there you go uh, pay off for the spriggan cap <laughs> good for that person <laughs> for the four people that want the spriggan cap there you I go okay you don't want that for glamour juxta yeah okay you get, you're part of the four I included you <laughs> about, and you are a part of the four as well Eh, no? I'll have it, but I probably won't use it. I don't use the stupid Slime King hat either. Slime one was the best. I wore that for like two months. It's awesome. <laughs> <sighs> the worst. Uh. Your glamour has to make sense, okay? You can't just throw shit on you randomly and willy-nilly. It has to, has to look good. Like me. 
Like what I'm wearing. But that looks beautiful. Do you see my underwear? It's, it's terrible. It's, uh, it's gold dyed. It's shiny. <laughs> wow. Of course it would be. I don't think that made much of a difference. Um, all right. So uh, that's, that's going to be it for uh, what we know is coming uh, down the pike. Uh, Live Letter 18. You can get uh, links to uh, all of the stuff that we were reading off of uh, today at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com, when this episode comes out on Tuesday. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's take a second and read a couple of emails before we wrap up here. Uh, we have like 40 minutes to get through these emails. Um, so <laughs> can, we, can we do that? Can we <laughs> no, do that? we can. Let's, let's find out. Uh, so uh, we'll start here. Hi, LBR folks. Supply demand here from Adam Antois. After your barrage of emails last show, I figured I'd try to contribute to the inevitable lull you should be experiencing right about now. Thank you very much. I love, I love a listener who who knows like when we're going to be hurting for emails uh this is a goddamn long email so feel free to only read one portion of it if you want no we're going to read the whole thing first a sweet ass story you bitches my static was on our second hour uh, our second run of t10 for the night after the scholar and i as the warrior had a combined had combined for a double derp screw up uh a to a critical rip uh imd good uh, was down to about 4% when the shit hit the fan. A missed cyclonic chaos. You know how it goes, or at least Nika does. Uh, our paladin goes down uh, to a Volstack and wild charge. Oh, shit. Now it's just me. Uh, now it's just me, a ninja, and a white mage left. Imdegood looks at me and says, Guess what, brah? Critical rip. <laughs> of course, I'm all, No! I played the theme from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in my head while mashing the absolute shit out of my home gang button. My HP drops to one while our white mage says, He's dead, man. He's dead. My voice goes over our VoIP. I'm home ganged. I'm home ganged. Heal me. Heal me. Bloodbath. Storm's path. Berserk. Inner beast. Infuriate. Inner beast to stay alive during the soft and rage tick, which kills the white mage. Imdegood at 1%, and he gives me the good old crackle hiss to finish me off. Imdegood turns, faces the nin, and gives him a quick jab that brings the nin down to 93 hit points. 93. You guys, 93. Three. Wouldn't you know it, just then, all the dots and the ninja's last attack turn our screen black and we're awarded with the 60 tonestones of poetics and some garbage caster gear or something. Just another week of downing T10. <laughs> Second, I just want to quickly toss out a conversation topic as it's something that I miss a ton from other MMOs. Uh, I need some sweet, sweet, challenging small group content. I'd love for there to be a way to get I-115 body pieces or one carbon wire carbon coat per week by completing a series of really challenging four-man content. I'd even be happy with a gill reward or glamour or allied seals or maybe even a buff that gives me 5% soldiery tomes from dungeons. Something that I would uh, be motivated to get. Make it uh, non-lockout so it's uh, something your vets can do with your casuals. Just give me something so that I don't have a spe- uh, so I don't have to have a specific combination of eight people uh, d- to do it that gives me something cool. Lastly, an FMFFL. I'm a second-rate crafter, so I regularly sell shards uh, that gills... Uh, uh, 
that gold goldsmith goldsmith wow uh that goldsmith and armorer don't use uh but i can never remember which is which uh i had uh, uh 2500 wind shards and 2500 water shards after after determining i needed the wind shards and that the water shards were worth about 65 gill a piece i went to the kitchen to take food i was cooking out of the oven i came back and put up what was it? Was it wind shards? Yeah, I think that was it for about 65 gil a piece. Two days later, I go to buy some extra wind shards to craft some accessories, and they cost 160 gil each. There goes a fourth of a mil. FMFFL. Thanks, guys. Supply and demand of Adamant toys. Uh, so th- thanks for the great email, especially that play-by-play. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was a lot of fun to read. Um, so let's let's talk uh, let's talk about that uh, that that the topic that he threw out there of challenging four-man content. Now w- earlier we had mentioned that we would like to see some of the maybe eight-man or alliance content, the raid content, shrunk down so that less people would be required to to clear that content would that be something that like you know you could consider really challenging four man content I'm going to say no. What I'm thinking, and I can't remember the name of it now, what was that shit you would do in FF11 in an Otter Gone? You'd get like a little ticket and you can go in with three or four people. Assault. Assault. Yes. Something like Assault, where you'd go in and then you'd get tokens and then you'd buy special items, but only like three or four people could do it. And it was challenging and it was something like it had a lockout, but it was only like two or three days or something. Or you'd have like seven, seven tries that would recharge every so, so many, whatever. And I think that that. Something like that is what this game is missing, I think. I, I, I kind of agree. And, you know, the thing, the thing is, is that if you just shrink down the party size for the content and you don't adjust any of the mechanics, it's still the same mechanics that you're doing. You're just, it's just more, I don't know, like maybe less boring. You got to do, you know, be paying attention to more of them instead of like face rolling them or something. You know, like it doesn't change the structure of the fight. If you give an event that puts out tokens, like you were saying, like Assault did, and there were a lot of different things that Assault had. It had, you know, those wall breaking assaults. You had assaults where you were fighting things. You had assaults that, yep. uh, that you know, were were inherently non-combat. And each tier had different rewards on its own. So if you wanted all all the rewards from a certain tier you'd have to go back and do those it's right right yeah exactly so yeah i i think i i think that new content uh challenging content for four-man parties would be good uh, that has high level output because uh, right now it's basically you know the four-man content that we have is intended to be grinded you know like over and over and over again so as soon as everyone knows the fight there's no point in even paying attention while doing dungeons yep. you know yep. um so uh great great email thank you very much supply demand um juxta why don't you uh take our next email here oh kidoki this is from drew sick of balmong server hey guys this is a psa for the community hello sorry i'm so used to the ex mechanics xdd is not an acceptable excuse for sucking and or fucking up a hard mode trial, nor is an acceptable brag because nobody gives a fuck. We're just out here trying to get this Nexus light. Stop ice branding the entire party in Shiva hard mode. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) People actually make that excuse. Uh. Actually, Actually, I feel like I've made that excuse before way back. Yeah, I, I feel sure. like I've been one of those too. Yeah. Like, but it was yeah. only with Titan because Titan EX is something you really train your head for. And then when you go back to hard mode, it's like, wow, this yes. is so different. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. 
That is yeah, true. it's like everyone just stacks up on his ass and EX, and then you're don't. But the do thing that. is, you can do that in hard mode, and it makes. But, it but easier, people but don't. Does. Yeah. If people don't, then it just fucks everything up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, Drewsick, for the email. Uh, let's move on. All right. The next one is from someone who prefers for their name not to be read aloud, but also apologizes that Japanese is their first language. So let's see where this goes. Oh, you gotta say the little face too. No, I, I, I'm not. No, there's a cute little emoji that all Japanese people do. That's adorable, and I love people who do those things because they're so cute. Anyway, it says, "Hello, I really love the show, and it made me really excited that I found you guys again after so long. I just recently got back into FF14. I stopped playing somewhere between patch 2.3 and 2.4. I stopped playing because the group of friends I played with recently stopped playing as well." We've done many things together, even clearing Savage Coil 6, 7, and 8 to get our titles. Oh, wow, wow. I'm jealous. Um, it was the most fun I've ever had. We made plans to go to FanFest as well, but it didn't happen, unfortunately. They all went their separate ways. I thought it would be impossible for me to find a good group of friends to play the game again, or impossible for me to find a group as accepting as they were, um, as I am literally mute. Being unable to talk kind of shuns you away from most endgame groups. Of course, I was only able to listen on a, a voice IP or IP. Um, I wonder, are you literally mute or you just don't have a mic? I don't know. He said he's literally mute. He literally. said literally mute. Literally so mute. I, it, I'm going to say that it might be a medical condition. Wow. Um, are you? Okay, this bye-bye. kind of made me depressed. Thus, I stopped playing Final Fantasy XIV. When FanFest came around, I kind of hesitated to look at what was coming out since I decided I shouldn't play anymore if I was going to be depressed about my situation. However, I couldn't resist but looked at the FanFest stream, and I'm glad that I did. It re-sparked my interest in the game, and I decided to make a comeback with almost a fresh start. I decided to move to a completely new server called Hyperion and try to do a lot more things on my own. I still find it difficult to find a group of people to play again, but I love the new server that I am on, and I don't know how to exactly dive in with others just yet. I'm hoping to start doing Final Coil of Bahamut soon with someone. If not, maybe I could try running my own party finder groups just for fun. Wow, what a great, what a fantastic email. Thank you so much uh, for, for that email. And, uh, you know, yeah, this is, the, it, that's, this is one of the tough things about, uh, you know, about playing an MMO is that, you know, you find a good group of people and, and you know, you, you like the chemistry there. And then when it inevitably falls apart because, you know, there's real life things or there's drama or whatever, um, you know, people end up going their separate ways. Uh, sometimes dealing with that is really tough and, and it can be a really big bummer. Um, but we're really, I, I, I shouldn't speak for you guys but i'm really glad uh to see that you know you've you've muscled your way through it and uh you found your way back to the game and i'm rooting for you yeah yeah we're we're all we're all really rooting for you and uh and yeah hopefully hopefully you'll be able to find a new group uh to to work with but you know literally you know being mute um i can see that that would be that would be difficult in, in especially really end game situations um so uh you know that's that's great for you that you've been able to uh you know that you've been able to to overcome uh you know the the depression and the non-motivation and as well as uh, everything else so uh good for you man that's 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 totally awesome congratulations Agreed. Uh, all right uh juxta next email all right this is from camellia breeze that was a really easy name appreciated i'm pretty <laughs> sure it's camilla by the way not camellia no, it's camellia <laughs> <laughs> 
Hello guys, I was wondering how you guys feel about the name change system they added in. Well, I don't like how you changed your name from Camellia to Camilla. <laughs> Just saying that right off the bat. Continue on. Personally, I think it is good that they have it, but it seems like there is somewhat of an oversight. Before the name changing system, people used to create a character on another server, then transfer there and back. Players started to find out that people who did this way would reappear on their friends list. Before, it would show up as parentheses deleted, but when the person who changed their name come back, their name reappears. However, the person who transferred back doesn't have their own friend list back. Not sure if this was intended, but this could be a good or bad thing depending. If a person has a desire to change their name, if they suddenly gain a bad reputation or find themselves unable to play the game because of their reputation, they wouldn't be able to do so if they had numerous people on their on his or her friends list that they would be able to tell them that it is him. I was just curious how you guys might feel about this. Well, how do you guys feel about it? It's not something that's affected me, so I haven't really thought about it. Um, I mean, our raid leader has changed his name just for fun, but... Other than that, I mean, I don't know. I've never noticed an issue, at least not so much in this game. Because in 11, if you were in a link shell and you were a leader, you could kind of like steal the gill and hop servers and jump away and that kind of stuff where you might need to change your name and get away from your reputation. But this game doesn't cater as much to that kind of drama, at least. I don't so know. Really you've, the only you've, got, you've got free company safes that yeah, can be looted. Yeah, but you can see who does it. It has a track record and a withdraw and deposit, so you can see when people take the money, so they know it's you. You're not going to... I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but if they if they take it and then drop the free company, like, what recourse do you have? Um, the GMs will do something about it. They actually will, I believe. And and then in that case, like they said, you would be on someone's friend list and you'd be able to tell, which I do think in that case it's a good thing. Um, I don't know, but... I, I, I mean, I definitely the service is not aimed at any of us. I mean, I think we, we talked about this last time on the show that, you know, we have a strong enough attachment to our characters, you know, physically and, and, and name and all of that, that, you know, I, I, it's, it's really it's not a service that any of us would use. Um, but, you know, like. I, I do I do think that there's some that, that the, it does open the door for some kind of griefing um that you know that there there's possible griefing that could come out of something like that um, but I think it's pretty small and I think it's pretty contained and uh hopefully if the GMs are proactive enough it won't even be an issue I kind of feel like in this game if you have a bad reputation it's less because of your skill and more because you're a shitty person so if you have a shitty person which gives you a shitty reputation and you change your name you're going to end up with a shitty reputation again anyway so you know, it'll it'll fall karma will follow you I agree with that. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, moving on to the next email. Hey, this is D Low, the pink bard slash summoner from the Shiva clear party earlier tonight. By the way, when I have really good clear parties or dungeons, uh, I have a little macro that I hit. That's uh, like a little advertisement for LBR. Um, that I just that just thanks the party and gives the website out and uh, and actually that that Shiva clear party was so awesome like I think we had a really clutch clear uh, you know at the at the end of it that I was just you know I was just bullshitting with the with the party and told them to to check out Limit Break Radio so um, but that's why I do this is why I do that I mean look I did that and now we have a listener and and they're writing email. 
that uh, that's fantastic. Um, so first off, I had no idea Limit Break Radio existed until Nero mentioned it after the fight. I've had your Twitch videos running in the background all night. Very, very pleased. Uh, uh, and you have a new subscriber here. So Juxta, get on that shit. And, uh, and if Kahlo was here, I'd yell at him, too, about it. Oh, oh OK, everyone, everyone, you hear it here, heard it here first. A Nero wants me to be a poster child for LBR. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you heard it here. You want me as You're the on the show. You're on the show. You're on our banner. Like at this point, you? yes. Yeah, do do your job. <laughs> so okay, so after I am done trolling the entirety of Circus Tower, I'm gonna say, Hey guys, I'm awesome. Come visit me. <laughs> or find me more. <laughs> you think you think that's a great idea? Uh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, wow. Uh All so right. All right. Uh, on the last show, you were wondering why someone called you a misogynist on iTunes. I think it was because of the peach comments on your Aniro Zile and Ryoko run card hard mode Twitch video. Uh, personally, I couldn't care less, and I died laughing at that part. Uh, but I understand how others could be offended by that. Uh, like you said, people will always find a way to throw shade, even when your intentions are good. Keep doing what you're doing. Best regards, D. So, we made a couple of uh, offhanded mentions to an iTunes review that called us misogynists on the last episode. And clearly someone tried to put... I, I, I didn't think that anyone would even notice that we made those jokes. But somebody tried to connect the dots and like look through some of our other videos. So, the peach comment that I made that, that D here is referring to is that... Uh, we were talking about Super Smash Brothers for some reason, and Sale, one of our former co-hosts, uh, is like a Smash prodigy. He's, he's like a, yeah, he's like a he he's does legit. a lot of tournaments. He's, and, he's tournament worthy. Yeah. He is. And well, and that's the thing. He does tournaments, and he's like he he's placed like third in the Midwest. I mean, he's fucking really good. And the thing that I had said on the stream is that it's not just that he kicks your ass. He kicks your fucking ass with Peach, which that has nothing to do with gender. That's a second tier character in Smash Brothers. Period. Yeah, she's not that great of a character. Period. She's right. a she's yeah. a second tier character. So she he beats the shit out of you with her. And it's completely demoralizing. And I completely stand by that statement. And it's it's 100 percent true and had nothing to do with gender. Um, so why don't we why don't we just take a second and actually read this iTunes review so that people know <laughs> what the fuck we're actually talking about and I mean, aren't trying. I'm the biggest I'm the biggest misogynist here. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we got this iTunes review a couple of weeks ago, and we passed it around internally, and we all had a good laugh. But now, since Kahlo decided to make reference to it on the show, we got to bring it onto the show, and we got to talk about it. So uh, here's the review. I know I can't complain about the foul language, and I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with the shtick of aggressively shouting down co-hosts and misogynistic comments and attitudes. Even ironic, cooking-relevant, make-me-a-sandwich jokes are a repulsive thing. Sorry for being a wet blanket, but I was recommended this podcast by a friend falling in love with other 14 podcasts, and I was really turned off. Still, some insights I hadn't heard about the MMO economies. Housed in a lot of shouting with without proper explanations. So, two out of five stars. That's the, re <laughs> that's the review that we got. So, we got this review after episode number nine. 
And the exact comment that they're referring to with a make me a sandwich joke happened at the point where Nika left and went behind the bar area that we've set up here and changed to culinarian. So... So given, so given the actual context of the joke, it's not even fucking misogynistic. So this person has basically heard what we do on the show where we treat Nika as a fellow member of the cast like we would literally anyone else. And they take that as, oh, well, they're making fun of the girl. So they must be misogynist. Yeah, I wouldn't want special treatment because I'm the girl. That's no fun anyway. That's the point. That's yeah. the point. Now, look, we do this show, and, and I, I understand their point about shouting and, and conflict and all of that. I get that. That may not be everyone's cup of tea. But here's the thing. When we make this show, the thing that I think is interesting to listen to is when people disagree and when people conflict. Conflict is really interesting to listen to. Nobody wants to sit around and listen to four people agree on shit for an hour. Who wants to listen to that no, show? No, no, I don't think that is what people want at all. I don't that's that's not true. I disagree. What What do you think they want then? I want I think people want to listen to people agreeing all the time. Well, so you're very wrong. So there are plenty of other Final Fantasy 14 shows that do that where it's just a bunch of people sitting around agreeing with each other for an hour and a half. Stop. No, I, I disagree with that. Stuff. That is not true. There's barely any <laughs> podcast like that ever. And this is why we have Juxta on the show. Exactly. No, this this is completely <laughs> not the reason we have me on the show. I am here for a different reason. It is obviously the sex appeal. I mean, god damn it, look at me. I am glorious. <laughs> okay, so I want can we objectify Juxta then? Of course we can. He's a sexy piece <laughs> of man meat. Will we get a bad review if we do that? I don't know. Will we? Will 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 Stellars come back to our iTunes page and give us a bad review if we start talking about Juxta's monkey nuts? I, I don't know. <laughs> you lost one star there, buddy. You're at one out of five stars. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't accept the misogynist label. Just because, I, I mean, like anyone who is on the show, we treat exactly the same. If you're if you're a caller and you call up the show and you say some dumb shit, we're probably going to call you dumb. Cause that's just how we do. That's Doesn't how. Doesn't matter what gender. Yeah. It. It. it I. I mean, like, it just. It, it's. It's pretty surprising. I mean, I know that, like, with GamerGate and everything, that the misogynist term is being thrown around a lot, and I, I'm sure that it's just a one-off of that. But I, I'm sorry, I don't accept that. And thanks. I, I guess thanks for thanks for your opinion, but your opinion sucks. So. <laughs> Your opinion Your is wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Nika, stop agreeing with me. This is <laughs> not good quality podcast. I have to, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, that's okay. We've But we've got a couple of other iTunes reviews here that have been not so negative. So uh, why, why, don't, why don't we uh, read some of those? Juxta, why don't you uh, read this next one? Sure thing. Uh, this is from Nyo Nyo. I feel like I'm spending time with old friends when I listen to LBR. That is a really, that means a lot. To that's me. a high compliment. Uh, that's, 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 a that's, huge, that's what we're going for here. Yeah, that's a huge compliment. Thank you. Uh, the whole team does such a great job of being informative, hilarious, and wonderfully vulgar. Any fan, uh, any fan of Final Fantasy XIV should give this podcast a listen. Thank you, Nyo Nyo. 
Meow, 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 meow. Nika, how about you take this next one? <laughs> I just find it funny the the trend in some of these reviews. Um, LBR was such a great companion piece for Eleven. These guys are very entertaining and informative. I'm very excited to see the crew back with more adult themed podcasts for 14. <laughs> <laughs> They're all commenting on the vulgarity. I guess so. I mean, maybe. Show. Well, that was that was a big change that we made. We used to bleep all this shit out, so I don't know. Uh, hilarious and just a fun podcast to listen to at work on my commute or grinding fates. You are all really, uh, you are all, uh, really like a good morning talk show. Keep tuning, uh, keep turning them out. That's from Q Teague. Thank you, Q Teague. Oh, mine was from Mr. Pub. I forgot to say that. Oh yeah. Mr. <laughs> Pub. Mr. Pub. Thank you. Juxta, why don't you take the last one here? I always look forward to this, to both listening to the podcast and watching the live stream. Keep up the good work, guys. Smiley face from BV12 or BV239. <laughs> that's, that's BV. He's in our stream a lot. Yes, he is. Thank you, BV. And uh, if you'd like uh, to uh, toss us some reviews on iTunes, just download iTunes or load it up if you've got it and uh, do a search for Limit Break Radio. Uh, find some of our uh, fr- some of our podcast feeds. Uh, we've got the network feed, which includes all of the shows that we've ever produced going back to 2006 when we started Limit Break Radio. Uh, you can uh, you can subscribe to that and leave uh, leave feedback there or you can uh, subscribe and comment uh, and, and leave feedback feedback on our uh, our new uh, a radio reborn 14 specific uh, iTunes feed that's up there as well so uh, we need some uh, we need some more love on that specific iTunes feed guys so uh, if you uh, if you wouldn't mind just head on over to iTunes and uh, leave us just a little bit of love and uh, we'll uh, we'll read it at some point on the show um, so our last segment today uh, Wait, is pause I just want to touch on something. Sure. Uh, I think these people are lying because they say that we're, uh, we do a great job of being informative. <laughs> these guys are very informative. <laughs> um, really? <laughs> I feel like we're not informative. At least that's, the, that's what I feel when I read the Reddit thread is that we're not informative. <laughs> or misinformative, I guess, is even a better term. Yes. So I, I, I don't know. Give and take. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, so for our last segment here, uh, we're going to read some FMFFLs. Uh, FMFFL stands for Fuck My Final Fantasy Life. And uh, if you want to share, we want to share your stories of uh, Final Fantasy fail. And uh, if you'd like your stories read, uh, you can share them if they're tweet sized uh, by just tagging them with the hashtag FMFFL. Or you can email them in. That's hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com and uh, share your stories of epic FF14 fail. Uh, so why don't we start with this one here from John Zero underscore underscore Coriel, uh, who, who says, uh, no idea what I did, but I lost all of my settings and gear sets. FMFFL. Oh, no. That sucks. That That's sucks. The worst. That, that really is the worst. Um, there is a when way, that- if you're on PC, there is a way to back that stuff up, though. Um, it's it's a file. I don't know what the file is off the top of my head, but I've done it before in the past. Uh, so you can just Google it, and it should tell you what to do. Um, so, Nika, how about you take this next one? Um, the one from Thea Voler says, Finished a horrible dungeon run for my Animus book, only later to find out that I didn't equip the Atma weapon. Oh! <laughs> I've done that before, too. That is the worst. That is the worst. You're not yep. alone. Not alone. Uh, Juxta, wanted to take the next one. 
All right, we got uh, Flan Fenrir, a fellow botanist, forgot to put stealth up and managed to park a Gigas AUE on the unspoiled node. <laughs> I may have uttered a swear. <laughs> FMFFL, hashtag FFXIV. Oh, that does suck. I've never, I've never done gathering, but I have to imagine that that's a pain in the dick. So yeah, it's like uh, on a like a cooldown. So if you miss that node, then you're fucked for the day. Oof, oof, ouch. All right, and our final FMFFL for the evening uh, comes from Sonic Offline, who says, I could be leveling my monk, but I am at Walmart. FMFFL. <laughs> that's the best one. That is, that's, yeah. That, uh, anytime anyone's at Walmart, I would call that a, an FML at least, but yeah. yeah at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I like the tweet size ones because they're concise and they have, they're all humorous and yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, please uh, contribute to the hashtag FMFFL uh, let's try to get it to, to catch on a little bit more we've got a little bit of competition with FMFFL because it also stands for apparently fuck my fantasy football life so if we just th- flood the, th- the, the hashtag with stuff about FF14 those fantasy football guys will move so on confused. to something else yeah <laughs> They'll they'll just they'll move on. They'll pick a different hashtag. It's fine. We got we what? What? Why would a football person, interested person, be on Twitter? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. Because well, because fantasy football is pretty much D and D for jocks. FYI. But why would jocks be on the internet? These are, That's these are my people, area. Well, fantasy football is pretty much done online now. They have websites where you choose your players and set up your teams. It's all online. And so when shit happens and your top player doesn't do so well, FMFFL. Right? But why would you tweet that? Who cares? I don't know. I'm trying to give them a little bit of justification, okay? Well, stop. <laughs> they don't need any justification. Oh, God. Okay. I, you know, I'm I'm about to leave here and produce uh, a football post game show. So, uh, if we could stop talking <laughs> fuck about your fuck your final fantasy football. <laughs> there you go, F M F F F L. All right, I'm gonna stop saying the letters. It's gonna be fumful. That's what I'm gonna say. This is now the fumful segment. Okay, fumful. Oh man. <laughs> Breaker in the chat goes, I was partying in Crystal Tower and the offensive line gave up two sacks. FMFFL. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. So that's going to do it for us here today uh, on Limit Break Radio. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in uh, live on Twitch. Uh, it's It's been really fun uh, hanging out with you in the chat room. We're sorry we didn't get a chance to take live callers. I've, I've got to leave in 10 minutes. If we had time to take callers, I would. But honestly, I really have got to leave. I've got to be out the door at 3 o'clock. Uh, exactly. So It's all Aniro's fault. It so is. It is. Hashtag, hashtag Aniro left uh, without taking my call on the show. <laughs> Fumful. 
But we will be back in 2015 with uh, a whole bunch of uh, new stuff. We're, we've got a lot of new ideas moving into 2015, and we're really excited. Uh, we hope that you'll come along with us and that, uh, that you'll, you'll give us some support. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, you can look forward to announcements about that coming uh, just the other side of the new year. So still to come this year, though, uh, we're going to be doing our, uh, our wrap-up uh, for the Japanese Fan Fest. Again, that's going down the weekend of December 20th. Uh, we hope whatever ends up happening that you'll join us and uh, you know celebrate the awesome announcements that are going to be going on in Japan and uh, hang out with me on my birthday, too, because I'll be turning 30, guys. Uh, so, all right. Uh, that's going to be it for us today. Uh, uh, make sure to uh, check out our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. If you're listening on the podcast and you want to be a part of the live show twitch.tv slash limit break radio and then watch out for the announcements on when we're going live and you can join us and be a live part uh and and participant here on limit break radio tweet us that's at limit break radio follow us on facebook that's facebook.com slash limit break radio and uh and uh also you know uh head on over to our loot vault buy our stuff uh that's cafepress.com slash limit break radio or you can go to limit break radio.com and uh just hit our loot button buy our t-shirts our mouse pads uh all kinds of shit that you possibly uh you you couldn't possibly use uh that's all at our loot store at limitbreakradio.com that's gonna be it for limit break radio for this week i want to thank juxtaposition and nika kayanian for co-hosting with me my name's Nero. keep listening Hey, so, okay, I have a question. Yes. What's your theory on the new gun job? Okay. <laughs> Good question. You think? You, we're, well, you, you don't, we're not going to provide any context. That's just going to be, we're just going <laughs> to, we're going to roll That's the out. That's all it is. No. We're going to roll the outro. <laughs> we're going to roll the outro. announcement. We're going to roll the outro, and then we're just going to fade it down, and it's just going to be. So what's your? I have a question. So what's your theory? I mean, that. Why don't you provide the context? Okay, so here's the context. Nero <laughs> says he has a theory, but he didn't want to say it on the show. And no, I didn't want to say. Oh, it. I didn't know. I didn't want to say it while we were streaming last night. And because yeah. I said, I said, let's let's save it for the show, and then the they show came around. The, the show, show came around, and we totally forgot about it. You forgot about it. Well, I think to be fair, if I didn't have have to leave, if I didn't have to, if I didn't have to go to work, uh, we would have gotten to it. But oh, so now all of a sudden you can use your job as an excuse, and you only have the one. No, I've got two. two uh, okay, then two then okay then two exactly. <laughs> it's a far cry from three jobs. Hashtag just saying, and a girlfriend. Uh, Remember that in Nero? That in Nero was a dick. <laughs> uh, so, okay, uh, I said I did. I had a theory about what the new job class was going to be, what the new gun wait, class was Wait, did we do the outro or the intro? Uh, that's why I was yelling at Juxta, because you provided no context. Oh, right, we're not streaming, are we? No, we're, we're not just, streaming. We're just recording. We're just recording. Just recording, okay, so. I just so, gave the context. Shh, guys, guys. Can we can we get 
15 seconds so, of silence. Well, so, no, well, why are you here, Kahlo? You weren't here for, during the show, but now you're here. Oh, because I'm out of my job now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where is Nika? See, I don't Where's Nika? There is no continuity. I, it's so confusing. There, there was music, and usually there's credits wait, wait, that are wait, coming in. I got in. it. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. What? Okay, everybody quiet for a second. <laughs> Time warp. Whoa, where are we at? Now Kahlo's here, and Nika's gone, and Aniro has something to say. Go, Aniro. No, no, better one. I got a better one. Okay, all right. Okay. He has a better okay. one. Shh, shh, shh. Oh my gosh, the spirit of Landers has left my body. What? <laughs> no, that was dumb. No, it makes sense. No, it actually actually when you when you go back and listen, Adamos just spit us out. When you go back and listen to the show, you'll understand. I have to listen to the show? Why wouldn't you? I never listened to the show. Oh my god, you're a terrible... I was there! You're a terrible... No, actually, you weren't there for today. I I mean, well, not this time, but this time I was there in spirit. So, so all of the episodes that you miss, you just don't bother to to listen to those? Alright, look, look, no, that's not true. At the beginning of LBR, when I wasn't probably going to be a part of it, I listened to those two episodes. Okay. Okay. So, what about the all the other? A part of it? No, I, I don't. I don't. What about all of the other? Oh, oh, okay. So, the all the other shows you've decided to to miss. You you haven't just bothered to. It's no. See, when you say it that way, it's like I'm making a conscious decision not to do it. Where well, it just kind of doesn't well, happen. Well, well, you know, if the you know if the shoe fits, it's kind of conscious. I'm just saying. You could have called in. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Um, I got to drink all day in the job, so. Did you pay for it? More or less, yeah, I did. And and I got $10 in tips. No, I said, did you have to pay for oh, it? Oh, no. No, whenever I had to make a margarita for someone, or like a pina colada, or a strawberry daiquiri, top? and there was extra left over, I would drink it. And guys, there was always extra left over. So, while this is a fascinating discussion... There is something that I did forget to talk about today on the show, and that is I have a... Oh, before you do that, can I give my theory on the gun class? Sure, why not? Okay. What is it? My theory is the same as a Nero, so Nero, why don't you give your theory? God. That was pointless. Do you actually have a theory? Because if you do, why don't you share it? I don't have, like, a depth theory. Here's the thing. Here, because here's the thing is that this is, like, the the last chance that we'll get to, to, to share theories... On what the gun class is going to be, because the next time we get together, it'll be after FanFest. So we'll it'll know. Have been yes. So this is the this is the last chance that we get. Wait, do you want to put like? Do you want to put like a wager on it? Ah, uh, not really. Come on, let's put a wager on it. Only, I I'll mean, wager. only if it's only if it's so lame all the time. Only if it's fun. <laughs> only if we're wagering something that doesn't matter. Like I, yeah, can't, but, I'm not wagering Gil. I'm not fucking Gil. Like wager like. Having to run on dungeon like entirely naked or something, and stream it or, or something, you know. All right, fine. No, 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 okay, okay. Here we go. Whoever uh, doesn't do it has to run uh, their like an expert roulette at, without their job crystal. <laughs> I, I actually, I kind of like that. Else. I actually, I actually kind of like that. But, but here's the thing, though, is that like I don't know, like. Like, we could all theoretically be wrong. Like, we all go in and we all not have our job crystals. (laughs) All right, fine. Fine. Is that so? 
So that's the bet. If 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 we okay. are wrong in our prediction, then we all have to we all have to run a dungeon, and whoever's wrong runs without the job crystal. And that could okay. very well be all of us, and then it'll be horrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Nika, you go first. Oh my god. Okay, you don't have a prediction. That means you're going to automatically lose. You realize this, right? Well, Nika can't be. All right, here. so be it. All right, no, so Nika loses. No, no, no. What? No, she can't be here. That's that doesn't count. Well, we need a fourth person for this run. Uh, and we'll have to pull someone from the LS. You're 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 getting you're getting too hung up on details here. We can't. Nika's not here, and she can't be here. Let's. Uh, All right, uh, Nero, you go first. What's your theory? My theory is that the new gun class is going to be Red Mage. No. Yes. Explain. No. Because it's not what you think it is. It is present in the Final Fantasy history. It would add to the magic classes, and there is literally no reason that Red Mage has to be married to the sword as a weapon. What? Red Mages can function as Red Mages without the sword. Do you have any kind of, like... Proof? No, like, absolutely none. It's no, it's just a pet. It's a pet theory. Okay. No, no proof. No proof you are whatsoever. Going to run a dungeon without your job, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you realize this? Probably, yeah. Because there is no way that will ever be a thing. You, well, you don't. You don't think that Square Enix could throw a curveball in there? Because I think that's a distinct possibility. A gun wielding red mage. Why not? Why not? Why amazing? Why which is not going to happen? Why would? Why does red mage have to be a sword wielding class? Because it always was wielding a sword. Like yeah, okay, that's starting. true. You're right. You're right. It has always well wielded a sword. But to have red mage function as a combination black mage. Or a, bl- a black magic and white magic user, why does it have to use a sword? And think about it, when has Red Mage using a sword ever been actually useful? Ever relevant? Ever. Ever. I mean, even going back to Final Fantasy 1, because, I mean, like, that's, that's really like the last classic Final Fantasy standard job that they have to add to Final Fantasy 14. And if they added it, you could add it mainly as a healer with some, you know, buffing side, you know, like side abilities like they do with with Scholar and, and you know, fine tune that. And boom, there you go. You've got a new healer. You've you've added red, red mage to the dynamic and you broke a couple of rules, which I mean, clearly they're looking to break the rules that they've put on you know on final fantasy 14 so yeah why not why not give red mage a gun because it's stupid i no that's amazing i love that idea but it <laughs> won't work it won't it won't why be why 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 wouldn't it work I, it wouldn't work is not the correct phrase i i take that back but it will not be a thing because they could make it work. It can make anything work. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. But uh, I and it's I I accept that it's it very well may not be a thing. But I think it's a good idea. 
I think it would be fucking awesome. That's why I like I it. I think it'd be sweet. I would love to be a red mage wielding a gun. Yeah, and it, and it gets amazing. around. And I mean, it gets around this whole idea of like, well, how do you have a physical healer? And like, it just it, it you know, you've got a storyline that is like about you know musketeers one to thirty, and then it just it like I don't know, like I don't know how you would how you would justify it in a lore sense. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think it, I think it would be fun and, and really like red mage is the last of like the core final fantasy jobs that they have left to add. Yeah. You know, well, uh, uh, technically thief. No, cause ro- ro- I mean, ac- according to Mr. Landers here, rogue, rogue and thief are the same thing. So if we go yeah, by that logic, I mean, they say in a, that in the storyline. Yeah, so you know. they do. They do. I mean, they, 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 yeah. He says, we used to be thieves and then we changed to the rogues guild when Merle Webb took control and basically like, you know, turned the pirates into what they are now. And they're like, you know, it just seemed like the right thing to do because it was like the turning of a chapter or something like that. See, but and, it's not a thief. and, and, and again, uh, Red Mage has way more of a precedence in Final Fantasy lore and history than chemist. I mean, I, I think I it. think they're looking to add core f- uh, jobs that say Final Fantasy. Dark Knight says Final Fantasy. Dark Knights have been in Final Fantasy since FF one. What? Really? Yeah. You're no, Final Fantasy One? The main antagonist was a Dark Knight. Oh. That doesn't really count though. Yeah, it does. They call oh, him God. they call him a Dark Knight. Well, yeah, but you don't get to play as him. No, you don't get to play as him, but he that's still a presence in Final Fantasy. It mm. counts. Count it. Hashtag count it. Mmm. Mm. I I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it's All right, well, Juxta, what do you think it's going to be then? I am still of the opinion that it is going to be chemist. It is going, I don't know if it's going to be disciple of war or disciple of magic. I feel like it should be war, but that's not really important. And to heal, they're going to have a little button that says throw potion or throw, throw healing salve or whatever. And... You're going to maybe have a cast time, maybe not. I don't know. Don't, don't care about the specifics. Might use TP, might use MP. doesn't matter. But they're going to throw a potion that will do 350 potency of healing to the target. And they'll have guns because chemists have guns. I don't know. It just at this point, it seems so boring. Like we, The idea of, of chemists has been thrown around for so long that it just seems so... Yeah. Yeah. If they went with chemists, yeah. I, I think I'd be disappointed. The only reason that I would be disappointed with that is because we already have alchemist as a crafting job. Well, it's a crafter. It's completely different. Right, but the the fact that they're like the same, I don't know, it's just eh. Yeah, I mean, alchemists make potions and then what? Chemists And the chemists I mean, I realize that yes, they would be different things, obviously. Right. But just to open up and see like alchemist, chemist, I mean, I don't know. It's a lot of sciency jobs there, guys. Maybe we need more sciencey jobs in the world of Final Fantasy. Okay, so right. let's release Astronomer next. Oh, that'd be so cool. There is precedence. There is precedence. There is an Astronomer class in Final Fantasy Tactics. 
How uh, then? Then then the clear choice is Geomancer. There's no Geomancer's different. Geomancers are so boring and dumb sounding. Nobody wants to be a Geomancer. Geomancer <laughs> was actually part of the core FF series, not just a part of fucking tactics. Yeah. What? Geomancer was a part of five. It's one of the jobs yeah. in five. It's it actually part, part of, of the core series. Three. Oh yeah, it was in three. I forgot because I never used it. Yeah, because it was terrible and no one cared about it. Still think they should add Viking. I want Viking. Go back to Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> they never added it to FF11. Aren't they going to? No. I mean, oh. they they had entertained the idea at, at some point, but I, I it got scrapped for sure. Kahlo, okay, what's what's yours? What's your prediction? All right, well, since uh, Juxta took Chemist, I am gonna go with. You can agree with him, and if you're both no, right, no, no, but I I feel like I feel like the bet would be more interesting okay. if we all had different um different ideas. Right. And um, mm-hmm. unlike the two of you, I don't think that there's any kind of evidence. I don't think we've seen any kind of evidence so far of what it could or could not be. So I am going to throw my dice and say gambler. And okay, all right. Basically, something that has some type of chance to it. So just like um, in FF11, uh, we had Corsair. You know. So so if it's Corsair, you would lump it sort of into the same category. I mean, at least I yes. would. Like I, I'm going like to from chance-based healer. So so you're talking like Setzer from six, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. And let's 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 add a little stipulation. So like if they don't add quote chemist or whatever, if they add a job that's focused around like potions or whatever, then that would still count if they called it like potion guy. Potion. <laughs> right? Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean I think I've pretty I've pretty much walled myself into yeah. into red yeah, mage. I guess if they call it like red magnus then you're fine but yeah i i don't see that happening if if it's gonna be if it's gonna be a red mage they're gonna call it fucking red mage and they're gonna give it the hat yeah yeah dad hat dad hat dad hat though and as an additional stipulation for yours uh mr mr gregory uh if it doesn't have dad hat and they call it red mage then it doesn't count no that doesn't count juxter it has to have that hat juxter juxter no it's not a true red mage listen look Landers, Juxter, no. That's not that I don't agree to that. Those stipulations are if it's okay, Red Mage, it's Red Mage and I win. Say I. I no. All opposed? No, no. This is not this is not a democracy. Majority rules. Yeah, except I count for seventy five percent and you guys only count for twenty five. Split between the two. Yeah, I don't think that's how that's gonna work. That is no. exactly how that works. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> If it's red mage, it's red mage, and I win, baby. I don't think. I honestly, I, I, I mean, like, I honestly don't believe it. But it's the only theory that I've been able to come up with. It's cowboy. Cowboy. What? Get the fuck out of here. Okay, now hold on. Pause. Vampire. Fuck it. Let's just have it be vampire. (laughs) Get really dumb with it. Any like confirmation that the gun class is going to be a healer. It still could very well okay, be a see, DPS. Okay, see, that's something I was wondering. Are they going to add another DPS with the expansion, or was was Ninja our DPS, and now we're just waiting on a tank and healer? Well, uh, considering we've been asking that now for three episodes, uh, I don't know. There's, 
there very well could be the uh, gun class as the DPS. You're very, and we could just get a a different. No, okay, okay, that, that makes a good, good point. Good point. If the gun class is not red mage, but they do add red mage, that does not count. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't count because we're talking about okay. the gun class here. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, this is predictions for the gun class. That's that's okay. yeah. Yeah, I'll cop to that. Okay. <laughs> like how serious this is. <laughs> there, there's some major stakes going on here, right? Without your job, Crystal, really. I've not equipped that thing in forever. Not really. Yeah, that's kind of attached to my body at this point. Yeah, and if you have if you have job specific gear, then you've got to find you've got to like oh, regear. Oh fuck! I'm gonna be naked. <laughs> oh no! Wait, no, Ninja can wear all my stuff too. I'm good. Uh, I'm in rogue. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm fine too because I have the Vajra. We're good. Yep. I've have yeah, got fine. Don't most worry about all it. of my stuff is blanket tank stuff, so I'm I know I'm good. <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess that's it. Thank thanks. This emergency limit break radio broadcast has been brought to you by Limit Break Radio. We have our shit together. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV is a trademark of Square Enix. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. <laughs> <laughs>